0: Welcome to Murder Blows, a true crime podcast where four friends discuss one case and the points don't matter. This week, Cody tells us the case about the smiley face killer, and it's a head scratcher, y'all.
1: Something I really want to bring up, and mm-hmm. I don't care if this gets cut or not. It's kind of true, crimey. Okay. I heard. I have not investigated this since I got home. We're oh, oh right alert. Can I guess? Yeah.
0: Did you see it on Twitter? Mm. Does it have to do with the
1: '90s actor? No. Or oh my god. Actor? Oh my god. No, I'm excited about your story a little bit more now, though. Okay. No, no, no. Please go first. No. So, okay. I really like this Russian band called Pussy Riot
0: yeah okay you would
1: I, yeah I would <laughs> uh, if you haven't heard make America great again you are fucking missing out um but uh yeah that's been my anthem every morning when I wake up to get me go going on the man hate train no I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> men are fine <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> write that down. Write that
0: down. Then right, are can't... fine,
2: goddammit. Violet,
0: I can't write fast enough to quote you. You're just going to have to have your own fucking podcast where you say funny shit, okay? Or no. she just Maren talks to herself. Out. Yeah, like wow. Marin.
2: I oh, was no. so proud that when I finished editing the last two podcasts, I don't think Violet was both of the funny moments at the end. I think she was just one of them. Nice.
0: nice. Um, the superior
2: <laughs> nope. Woody. Go so, ahead.
1: <laughs> but uh no, Pussy Riot has gone missing. The All entire band? So I think there's only two girls in it. I could be wrong. Do- uh, I'm a- still. I've been a fan of their activism, but I like just started listening to their music actually. Uh but yeah, so they've been jailed like tons of times uh for speaking out against Putin and Russia. And Uh, yeah I I heard like I said fact check the dick out of me but um, I'm pretty sure they've gone missing and like I've already I've immediately become invested in them and I was like oh shit like what if they just got assassinated by some
3: crazy
1: like Russian spies or something
3: what I think I heard about this somewhere but I you know I couldn't tell you where yeah sounds really familiar
1: yeah it's and like I said, I I've been like aware of their existence because everyone's like Violet, you gotta listen to Pussy Riot. They sound like the most you thing ever, like <laughs> feminism and angry Russian girls. I'm here for it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just started listening to music and I think I think they did a song with Weezer.
2: Ooh, I like Weezer. What? Yeah, yeah. yeah. guys, podcast recommendation time uh if you Ooh. never listen to song exploder you should definitely it is a guy that interviews bands about um the song that they wrote specifically that one song and how it got made mm-hmm. and then Whoa. the one uh, the episode with weezer is fan-fucking-tastic if you've ever like think about me writing music and then you'll get there okay he has a spreadsheet <laughs> Oh, uh, hell yeah. That's just spreadsheet. It's awesome. But shout yeah. out to Weezer, our spreadsheet. Shout out is. to Weezer and shout out to Song Exploder. Which... Not
1: sponsored by Weezer.
2: No, unfortunately. Maybe yeah. one day.
0: I have a podcast, not so much recommendation, but it tied in with last week's episode? Hmm. Question mark? So, Sasha, when I was doing my story, you were like, I want to know about more about prison in the 60s. And I was like, it's either really awesome or it's really not awesome. And San Quentin is the prison in California, the very famous prison where literally everyone ends up that's ever committed a crime on the West Coast. Because it was one of the first jails that ever um, did executions. Ooh. Yeah, so turns out it was not super fun and chill. That's where Ooh. all of, like they had like a really big Hell's Angels chapter there. But there is a podcast called Ear Hustle, and I think it came out in 2016, but it is prisoners of today telling their stories. Not so much about, like, how they got there or whatever, but just, like, their experiences in San Quentin. And it's actually ran by two prisoners in the prison who have their own like audio equipment or whatever because one of them was a music producer and so he knows how to edit and do all that stuff and another one was in like journalism i guess hmm. i haven't listened to it yet but i've heard of that why have was, i heard it, of that it was really popular like they mentioned it on the today show but
2: oh yeah no i remember it was uh, an ad at the end of another podcast
0: yeah but it's called ear hustle and so I've got an episode downloaded to listen to, but yeah, I was like, no freaking, why? Are you kidding me? That's crazy.
2: Very, very crazy.
0: Yeah. And then the other story about the actor. uh, So if you go on Twitter Moments, at least earlier today, apparently Corey Feld- Feldman was stabbed. <gasps> no. But, but Violet, it's listen, okay.
3: It wasn't. He's, he's, a, I, I've studied him. And yeah. There were no lacerations or anything. Like, yeah. who's been faking this?
0: So he announced it by tweeting about it in all caps over like three tweets. And he was like, I was just stabbed. And it was, it almost like, if you read it, it's like when somebody like maybe trips over a pebble and they're like, oh my God, ow.
1: Like, oh no. That. Maybe just like stabbed with emotion.
3: I mean, don't <laughs> come for Corey. Did you guys ever see his new band? Oh, no. God, yeah. Oh, my God, oh, what? Terrible. Oh. It was, like, the worst thing ever. He went on, what was it? It was some morning show, I think. I think it was Good Morning America. Don't go yeah. fact checking. It was so weird. I was, like, and I'm all into that, like, researching the pedophile stuff, but he's, oh, either, but- he's either, like, too far gone, <laughs> or I'm not sure. I mean, I can't say for sure, but... Some of his stuff just isn't credible, like, today.
0: No. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but the I heard the pedophile ring stuff. I mean, I heard Is there's a Pizzagate? couple of names. Uh, no, I don't think so. But mm. he was, like, he went on some interview and he was, like, yeah, I have I have a list of names of people that are in this, like, child pedophile ring in Hollywood. And uh, everyone was, like, oh, Corey Feldman. But, like, a ton of people have been arrested on that list.
2: Ooh. <laughs> all so, right. I gotta Google Corey Feldman Pizza Gate. Add this to the segment
3: of what I've googled to learn things. What I've googled yeah. to learn things. Just but, uh, they fired. They fired Dan Schneider from Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm, yeah, super creepy guy. That there's like, if you Google him, there's like pictures of him with like the young girls and their feet and their toes and stuff. ooh. And, They've been pushing him like on Twitter to get fired. And he, my friend messaged me the other day and she was like, He finally got fired, so yeah, he's done for stuff's gonna come out about him. And I think it's gonna be pretty, pretty crazy. I uh, know you're here for every second
0: of it.
1: If there's oh, okay, I so I really like the term like juicy gossip, but if there's one instance where I really don't like that term used, it's when we're talking about children or, like, pedophiles. Anytime someone's like, what juicy gossip do you have? Oh, um, no. Oh, I'm just oh like, yeah. Is ah. <laughs> that weird, like, certain words just don't...
3: this so like, those...
1: like a weird thing with squirt. I don't know. Like
3: um, ooze <laughs> and sleeping bags. Ooze. <laughs> <laughs> I almost exactly. named
2: that sleep... I almost named that episode ooze versus waterproof sleeping bags, but...
0: <laughs> yes. I love that you're really having fun with this naming of the podcast thing.
2: I know. It kind gives of me a, my dream job.
0: It gives me a lot of joy. Uh, I have a correction from last week. Act it. two.
1: Okay. So on. I don't
0: want—I don't want to call him Correction Corner because that's what they call him on my favorite murder, and I don't want to take that from them. So Corrections Oops. Division, Correction but, Section. What about? Ooh. Get your
1: shit together, murder blows.
0: yeah right that's the the paraphrased version of we fucked up
2: google Um, better bitches (laughs) correction (laughs)
1: cardboard box welcome to the cardboard correction corner that's a lot of
0: c's alright cardboard correction corner number one officially Um, of course there was a serial killer or multiple serial killers present in the 30's between the 30's and 50's of course there were I didn't mean that there was this only one guy that ever went around killing anybody. But as for Hollywood, there was a limited amount.
2: And he was a spree killer, not a serial killer.
0: Well, he was at first, because he just killed the one lady, and then he waited four months. And then he had his little spree. But that's why they were like, we don't really know what to call him, even though serial killer's not a thing yet. So, Whatever. You, right. you know, this isn't this isn't fact corner. I have mm-hmm. to stop saying corner. Um, I like
2: corners. Yeah, also,
0: I Vince Von Psycho came out in 1998.
2: <gasps> and did I you only, just correct Violet? I oh, did, and I I'm so
0: sorry. But oh, I only okay. know this because I looked it up to watch, and there is like Amazon Prime oh. has oh. where you can watch it if you download it from Stars or something stupid oh. like that. Thank Did you I for like- Amazon Prime, Cody BTW, because I've had so much Robert Stack in my life, I don't know what to do with it. But <laughs> I love it. You said two thousand is ideal. Oh,
1: okay. okay. I'll on. let it
0: slide this time.
1: Yeah. I'll get, get my shit
0: together. Sh- get your shit together. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Working on it. Just Google <laughs> better. Everyone's like, let's let's talk about the only fucking thing Violet knows anything about. Yeah. <laughs> I'm here for it. I wanna know more. And then it was weird. I was like super sick all fucking day. I get home, <laughs> slept for a good amount of time. I woke up this morning, I felt fine. Felt great. Felt like a million bucks.
0: <laughs>
2: fine and <Sick> great. <laughs> Are yeah. you sure you don't have seasonal allergies? I well <laughs> I I thought it was like the
1: drastic weather changes that like threw my body into like Also a drastic change. Yeah,
2: very, very possible. Uh, Weird color, or weird question, what color is your snot? Clear, crystal clear.
3: You have allergies. Nice, nice. It was bad, though. Zyrtec does not make you tired, and it takes away everything. I wheeze if I don't take it.
1: Really? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel
3: like I have strep throat, but I only take uh, Kroger's,
2: Kroger brand, because I'm cheap.
3: Well, the Family Dollar has, like, 14, no, 30 caplets for, like, 10 bucks. Shout out to the Family Dollar. For real.
1: (laughs) Man, if Family Dollar sponsored us, I would shit my fucking pants. (laughs)
3: Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. It's, like, so much cheaper than Walgreens or CVS. Oh, yeah. Is it expired? I'm just
0: trying to decide. I'm just trying to decide if I should use, if Family Dollar sponsored us, I would shit my
1: pants as a picture. (laughs) Yeah, just, you can just send that to me. I actually just wrote it down. <laughs> I mean, just in case, right? You never know.
2: I
0: mean, I'm going to have to buy a legal pad for the funny shit that Violet says.
2: No. Oh, God. We, to clarify, listeners, we've uh, decided on a direction for our Instagram, and it is fucking funny quotes on pretty pictures. So, yeah. We're collecting them now. Submit us your submissions, and we will make them onto our Instagram.
0: You know what? That's not a terrible idea. If uh y'all oh. listeners have a funny quote, tweet it at us and I will slap it on a picture and I'll tag you on in our Instagram and we'll give you a shout out.
1: How's that? Yes. Do we have any shout outs this week or do we do those at the end? I really honestly can't keep up with our formula.
0: Uh, we don't really have one. That's why this is so
1: hilarious and fun. Um <laughs> <laughs> So random.
0: <laughs> so unscripted. Guys, this is so scripted. I wanted to shout out... One girl, and it's gonna take me a minute to find her name. And well, while you
2: look for it, I can report that nothing weird happened to me this week. Me? No either. one offered me candy. No one told me about dead cats. Yeah. Win win. It was weird. It was a very comfortable, very comfortable week, everybody. No okay. creepy SUVs. Good. You never showed back around? Nope. I still don't have internet, though, so no. RIP my tethering. That's fine. So, I found the girl.
0: Um, Oh, yes. She is on Twitter at Neverren N-E-V-A-R-R-E-N. She goes by the name Clara on Twitter, and it looks like she's the co-host of a podcast called Physical Kids Pod, and it is a super fan show, or super fan podcast about the show The Magicians. So, she stumbled upon our podcast and was really excited about it, and... It was just really nice to see that. So, shout out to you, Neva Ren. Neva Ren.
1: What's up, girl? appreciate your excitement. Yes! Also, this is just like another reminder, because I feel like every single person in my life has been like, Have you seen The Magicians? I guess it's time I sit down and watch it.
2: Yeah, well, there's a podcast you can follow along with called The Physical Kids nice oh is it episode by episode because I've always wanted to do that where like I, I watch one know. episode of the show and then we talk about it
1: I seriously want to do that for Stranger Things so
2: bad but girl can we do that for the last season of Game of Thrones it's yes five
1: episodes long please
2: that's please. fine just a little, a little shorty yeah I'm, I'm into that
1: I'm into you that
0: we just scream at each other for an hour okay cool
2: uh before we get super started I just wanted to do like a hey announcement thing Um, I think we've teased this a little bit but because I'll be traveling next week um, we're going to do two episodes that are a little bit different in format. It'll be us telling you kind of our stories that directly affected us. We're calling them Too Close for Comforts Um, and so that will be different. If you don't like it, it's only two weeks long. Come back in three weeks. We'll see you then. Appreciate it. And and plug. Woo! Woo woo. And
1: uh super exciting. The week after those two weeks, I'll be recording in the same room as Sasha.
2: Yeah. Can we do a video for that one, please? Or at least you guys be on video? If I can find my camera, yes. Well do it. (laughs) It's it's here somewhere. We'll be unpacked by then I hope, but
1: I'm ready for some murder.
2: Me They're too. For Murder T.
3: Well, I was going to ask you guys what you had been watching and listening to, but we already kind of covered that. <laughs> so, um I was watching that Wild Wild Country documentary. Yeah. And spoilers if you haven't watched it yet, but not really because okay, so the first episode is kind of a little bit slow because they mm-hmm. explain everything. And it has like a 3-star rating, which is I was just like, well, this is probably from people watching the first episode and then stopping. But I figured maybe I'd keep watching it. So I'm, it's in the middle of the night, and everybody's sleeping, and I'm sitting on the couch painting, and I'm kind of like half watching, half listening to this. And all of a sudden, the part comes on where there's like 50 people in a room, and it's all like 80s camera, and they're naked, and they look like they're possessed by Satan and there's pubic hair and titties everywhere and they're like raging at each other and just yelling in each other's faces and I froze and I was scared and oh. <laughs> I was like what is this? They're all evil and then I I was going to like turn it off because I was frightened and alone but then I was like well I'm kind of curious about where this is going <laughs> I continue to watch in a frozen state and they they peacefully go into silence meditation and then they dance around like a bunch of hippies but it was just really I mean it's a really good documentary I I ended up watching the whole thing and I really well I have one episode left and I really love it and you guys should watch it if you have it I
1: honestly
3: wasn't like okay I honestly like wasn't in a hurry but after that description i yeah i think i might watch that tomorrow oh my god you yeah, just have to get through the first episode and it's just a lot of background information of like how the call was formed and where it was came from but it was kind of the same thing with uh what was it that other documentary we love on netflix about the, the making church.
2: a murderer oh
3: No, the The keeping. Yeah, the keepers. Yeah, it was kind of like that. Where the first episode was slow, and then it, the second one just kind of got you into it. But um, yeah, the first episode, I was like, well, this, this doesn't seem like a cult. I would totally live with these people. Like out in India
0: in a hippie circle. Yeah, no big
3: deal. No big deal. They love each other, and like they have millions of dollars, and they're building all these cute little houses and everything. And then (laughs) suddenly it was like, oh my god. What are they doing but, so yeah. my my boss was I
0: live in Oregon, and my boss remembers them coming to town and everybody being in these like orangish reddish robes, and they would just come in mobs and she said it was it was a weird time because people were trying to be accepting of other people's like cultures and how people worshipped or whatever and so all the townspeople, which is, I believe, I've only seen the first episode, but a lot of the documentary is about how the townspeople are kind of like, um, we just kind of wanted them to leave us alone and we would leave them alone. But she said they would come into town and just, just be so crazy and like so loud and nobody knew what to do with that. And I was like, you were alive in the eighties. She was like, well, yeah, of course I was <laughs> I was like
3: alive in the eighties. Thanks guys. <laughs>
0: Well, no, but I meant, like, you were here, like, you saw him with your eyes. Oh, like, yeah. gosh. Of course awesome. I did. But did you know, Violet, that the uh, is it the director or the producer of this is Mark Duplass, which is Pete from the League. Oh, oh Mark Duplass. Oh. Yeah, you got to watch it. Ooh.
1: I love him. <laughs> Sorry.
0: Yeah, I know. You're welcome.
1: I'm weird noises for talking about Mark Duplass. I like his brother, too. I don't judge. Yeah, uh, he posted something on uh, Twitter about that, actually, so.
3: Yeah, it's it's really good, and it's, I really, I'm enjoying it, and it gets, it gets interesting because the town they moved into was so small that, like, there ended up being more people in this cult, so they were, like, basically controlling the city and trying to control the county. Yeah. And it's, it's absolutely intriguing.
2: That is my biggest fear, majority rule. So, yeah. <laughs>
3: sorry okay so are you guys ready
0: yes
2: oh yeah
3: i'm doing the case of the smiley face killers and i'm going to giving like a shout out to william ramsey because he has produced a almost four-hour documentary on this which i have not watched yet because he gives his opinion at the end of what he thinks this is and i didn't want that to influence my opinion so i just downloaded it and i'm going to watch it later um William Ramsey is an investigative journalist and he, you can see him find him at William Ramsey Investigates.com and twitter.com slash occult911. He does research uh Alistair Crowley and the uh, 9-11 and maybe occult symbols that are found in 9-11. So he's kind of an interesting guy to research if you really like conspiracy theories. Um, he has a documentary on Vimeo right now that you can rent for $4.99. That's the one that I was talking about. And I'm going to read you the introduction to the documentary, uh, because I think it's kind of gives a great overview of what's going on here. And let's see for over 20 years, college age men in the United States and the United Kingdom have disappeared after a night of drinking only to be found dead. Often many days later in bodies of water. However, evidence exists that indicates many of these dead young men did not die by accident but were actually abducted, held for a period of time, murdered, and then deposited in bodies of water with the intent to deceive local authorities into thinking the young men drowned. These type of deaths, all fitting the same modest operandi, are commonly referred to as the smiley face killings. Often investigators have found graffiti near the scene of the crime, frequently with the smiley face symbol in the documentary william ramsey will discuss many of the cases including some that have occurred recently so it's really super interesting um this started with two detectives named Gannon and Duarte, I don't know that I'm saying that right, but they theorize that a number of young men found dead in bodies of water across several Midwestern American states did not accidentally drown, as concluded by law enforcement agencies, but were actually victims of a serial killer. And I'm gonna call them victims because a lot of the family members of these men also believe that their sons didn't just fall into a river drunk. They think that there's foul play involved. Um, And basically, there's kind of a similar theme here. All these males were, pretty much all of them were white. They were all college-age males. They all had similar body types. They weren't overly muscular or overweight, meaning that they would be easier to abduct. They were all, like, average-looking to good-looking men. And they were all out at a social event like party or a game or a bar, mostly bars late at night and ended up walking home. Uh, some used Uber for rides and there were a couple that were on like the grinder dating app. Um, all were drinking like earlier in the night when uh, they went missing they would go and interview people and they were either found like to be in bars or on cameras where they were drinking but none of them were really overly intoxicated. Um, did, they, did they smoke 20 uh, marijuana, marijuana cigarettes? cigarettes?
2: <laughs> okay. So real quick, sorry for yeah. interjecting already. Um,
1: did
3: you say most of them were found on Grindr? So were they like predominantly? Um, some of them were using the dating app. Like what happened was some of these go back to like 97. So uh-huh. obviously those dating apps didn't exist. But, like shit. a couple yeah. of the more recent ones um were found using grinder um so that's kind of like there was a case out of canada that there was uh, a man using like grinder to abduct men they like, caught him and um he was just one man and he was basically meeting these guys late at night and then bringing them back into his apartment and then basically being like hey i'm into bondage you know will you do this with me and then pretty soon they were handcuffed and dead Ugh. And tra- yeah Ugh. okay
1: i was just like wondering if this could be like a hate
3: crime or <laughs> what but okay i'm caught up now Carry on. um most of them had ghb which is the date rape drug found in their system. Um, All were found in bodies of water, and most were found floating face up, which is kind of weird because usually bodies, when somebody drowns accidentally, they're found face down. Um, All the cases that I looked over, they were found in like frigid northern climates in the winter. It was basically like Pittsburgh, Boston, New York, Ohio in the months between Halloween and March, which is kind of crazy because for me, I'm like, okay, if you were a serial killer... And you wanted to kidnap somebody and hold them for 30 or 40 days. If you put them in a body of of really cold water, the police are going to assume that the body is just going to be too cold for it to like deteriorate in any way. So I think that's part of the reason why the cops think that this is just accidental drownings. Um, see, at about a dozen of the murders or victims had a smiley face found around where the body was either thought to go in the water or recovered and the police are kind of like well this happens in cities usually and there's a lot of graffiti in cities and one of the biggest graffiti uh symbols used is a smiley face so we can't really take that seriously no big deal um They were all found to be accidental drownings. A couple of them were found to be drownings, and then the families pushed for autopsies, and then there were, like, ligature marks and things found. Um, But basically all these were found to be accidental drownings. Basically, they're too drunk, they're walking home, and they fall in a major river. So that's where I'm kind of like, let's open this up and discuss... How drunk you have to be to just fall in a river walking home. I okay. mean,
0: these are all men. Not saying that men can't be lightweights, but no. Just no.
1: Okay, let's also uh, commend Cody because you really brought it to the experts here. If anyone knows <laughs> how much it takes to get drunk and fall in a river, it's going to be one of us. Um. Stop being so humble, Violet. <laughs> What can I say? Um, No, so okay, let me put it to you this way. I was talking to one of my friends, and he was like, oh, you're just gonna have another beer? And I was like, yeah, it's only my second. And he was like, are you gonna get tipsy? And I was like, no, that takes about six. And he was like, what in God's name? (laughs) So (laughs) I'm just saying. And I I do believe body type has something to do with it not all the time because even when I was about 60 pounds lighter I was still killing beers like a fucking 50 year old man but I would say it it takes a pretty intensive amount of drinking like not to trip and fall but to like one, not swim? I mean like what what time of year is this? I mean like
3: I mean it's winter, so they could have fallen into the water and went into shock. But but to but... me there's like two kinds of drunk. There's like like the, the guys or girls that go out and they have beer all night and they you kind of stay the same level of drunk. You don't really get intoxicated you're just kind of buzzing and you're happy and you're having a good time and then there's the people that they're like i can handle this and they take like seven shots and one minute they're standing having a conversation and the next minute they're just you know on the floor you know with their head in the toilet so i mean unless somebody were to have six or seven shots after they drank all night or you know, not eat all day and then have six or seven shots and be like, hey, I'm gonna head home right now and it hits them halfway home. But I mean, what are the odds of that? And how many times, I'm gonna read all the victims, so like, how many times does that happen in a city in the months between October and March and they yeah. just happened to fall in a river? I mean, they didn't fall into a park bench, they didn't fall into the street, they didn't fall into a dump, they fell in a river.
0: It's almost yeah. like you would have to have somebody at the bar giving them these shots, like babysitting them, so that way on their walk home, that's when they're most vulnerable, all of their senses are down, and then that's when that person would attack them, but it would almost have to be the person that gave them those seven shots or whatever, like, like just to make knew, sure they like were leveled out.
2: Yeah, like it's too perfect for them to like, if it was someone, if it is someone doing it, like they would have to find people outside that drunk alone every time
1: and push them in a river and is that what we're in a river? like who's just like fuck that drunk guy i'm going to push him the fuck in the river well, I and mean,
2: very good? commonly
3: like fuck that blue drunk also- guy, but- <laughs>
2: if are calling fuck that guy i'm gonna
1: push him in a river but <laughs> they weren't is...
3: really like pushed into the river like the theory is that by the police that they just were drunk and fell into the river but the theory of the conspiracy theorists if you want to call it that is that they didn't they were out walking home and somebody came across them or they called an uber or they were on the dating app or any of the above and they got abducted and they were held for 30 or 40 days okay and so then found in the river so that's what? my thing is, like, how is that not
1: adding up? And you said there was, like, date rape found in a lot of the victims. Like, yes. how many guys drink date rape? I mean, not like, that sounds bad. Guys get date rape, too. I'm not, like, yeah, no. But I'm saying, like, how many in a stream, literally, right. <laughs> in a collective body of water, and they're, like, oh, my- oh, they fell. Also, like, it's not like they saw the hangover and was, like, dude, we should take
3: in way more often. Well, the weird thing about it is, too, is, like, the one guy who I followed really closely because he was from Pittsburgh, Dakota James, which I'll get into his case a little later, but he was seen on the video at the bar, like, walking and texting on his way out of the bar that night. So, if you're walking and texting, you're not that drunk.
1: If I mean, I'm going to f- been,
3: yeah. been drinking, but you're not, like, completely intoxicated... No, if I'm going to fall in a river, my friends are helping me into that
1: river. Does that make sense? Like
3: Right, right. And then on top of it, like, you can find, like, there were camera images around the city, of course, in certain places. So they would see these people on the camera images, and then they would disappear where there were no cameras. And in some places, they would disappear. Like, their bodies were found back before they disappeared off the camera. You know what I mean? Like a couple of miles before they were on camera that's where their bodies were found and the river didn't flow that way so it's like hmm how did that happen like <laughs> did they sneak back in stealth mode and jump in the river like what is that so it's just really a lot of you know it, it, on the surface it's like okay these guys got drunk and fell in the river but then when you start reading each individual case it's just like oh my goodness i don't know um I can start reading the cases for you guys and we can discuss this further. A uh, 20-year-old Patrick McNeil was last spotted drinking with friends at Manhattan's bar one Friday night of 1997. His corpse was dragged out of the East River two months later and 12 miles away. He was found floating in the water face up, which is extremely rare. An autopsy revealed ligature marks around his neck, his groin area, showed housefly larvae that had been laid on his body indoors and under warm conditions. McNeil was dead before he ever hit the water, and although he'd been missing for two months when his body was found, the absence of what's known as skin slippage under his feet indicated he'd been in the water for less than a day. So there's a case where, you know, he went missing, his family was looking for him for months. It takes three days for a body to basically... After you jump in, you sink, you die, you drown, you sink, and you stay there for about three days until the gases in your body rise up and then you float. So if his family and search teams and everybody were out looking, they would have found his body floating or somebody would have spotted it. And then after the family pushed for more autopsies, they, fly these, they find these ligature marks and these this house fly larva that it's almost like, no, he had to have been kept indoors and then dumped back in the river. And they were saying that it was weird that he was face up? Yeah, it's weird that, because usually when you drowned and you're down there, the, gas, just... the gases will, like, make you rise and you'll come up and you'll be floating, like, on your stomach with your back face up. Right. Ew. That's creepy. All right, and then on Halloween night in 2002, 21-year-old University of of Minnesota student Chris Jenkins was last seen being kicked out of a Minnesota bar. Four months later, his body was found encased in ice in the Mississippi River, face up with hands folded across his chest. And they basically wrote him off as drowning. The fuck no! Mm -mm. Yeah, right. Oh, that's so creepy. From a bar, like. hands folded um so it's like
2: they kind of gently like pushed him into the water like laid him down to float, because they knew he'd been dead for some time or at least uh, three days and then they like folded his
3: hands over his chest and like pushed him down the river right right exactly i don't like it um and then in 2015 of february we have 21 year old shane montgomery who was last seen drinking with friends the day before thanksgiving and his body wasn't found until right before Christmas. So he was out drinking oh. with and his body was found. Uh, Paul Kochu, who was 22, went missing on December 16th of 2014. Paul had been living in Pittsburgh, working as an intensive care nurse at, Alleg- at Allegheny General Hospital after having graduated from Duquesne University. The night of his disappearance, he had been out with friends watching a game at a local bar. He left the bar alone to go back to his apartment only a few blocks away. Shortly after, he called his friends to come to the apartment and help him after he cut his hand on a glass. His friends returned to the apartment to help him and went to get food for the three of them shortly after. Upon their return of the apartment, Paul was gone, along with his cell phone, wallet, and keys. His white Volvo was still parked outside. A three-month-long search and investigation followed followed ultimately ending with the discovery of his body in the Ohio River on March 20th. Authorities eventually determined that Paul's cause of death was drowning, and that it was not considered suspicious.
1: <laughs> yeah, because I just take my keys when I'm not driving everywhere. Let me just carry more unnecessary bullshit.
3: Right. Right.
0: What's um, this medical examiner's name? Fami
3: Malik. Is that what you said? <laughs> me? Yeah, oh, it's true. Sure, um, let's see. And then we have Joey Labute And this was in March of 2016 in Columbus, Ohio. He was 21 years old and he was out with friends at a sports festival and he was last seen at a bar. His body was found a few weeks later in the, I don't know how to say the name of this river, um, Scotio or Scioto, Schio, maybe Scioto River. The autopsy reported that his lungs were dry and there were no, there was no water in his stomach. And they did roll out the accidental drowning on that one. But that's Mm. another one, like there was no water in his stomach. You can't drown and not take in water. Right. Red
0: flag.
3: Yeah. Uh, Zachary Marr, on February 13th, 2016, he left a bar in boston and his body was recovered from the charles river on march 15th and that was rolled an accidental drowning in 2012 david plunkett discovered um was discovered in the manchester canal his death was rolled an accident but his parents claimed their son called him before his death and that they heard him screaming in terror on the phone what so that was really creepy um michael Kelleher was from Boston, and this was in April of 2017. He was 23 years old, and the police pulled his body from the Charles River over two weeks after he went missing. And this brings me to Dakota James, which I don't really have a ton of notes on because I basically... um, I was on Facebook one day and I have a lot of people from Pennsylvania on my Facebook and they started sharing that this guy named named Dakota James was missing from Pittsburgh. And of course, I knew that William Ramsey was following this really closely because he had been sharing updates about young men going missing and ending up in water. And so I messaged him and I was like, hey, this Dakota James is missing. And he was like, thank you. Uh, he might have already been on it because he's always on missing males in cities, Cody. especially up yeah. north. But he messaged me back, and he was like, he's going to be found in water in 30 to 40 days. Well, no. Uh,
0: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Cody, you are at the, no, at the source. Well, I try like- to share missing men because it's kind of one of those things where, like, when when girls and women go missing – it's it's kind of like there's a little bit more alarm, which, it, it I mean, normally this wouldn't be the case. But, like, when white males go missing and they're of college age, it's, well, they, they committed suicide or they walked off or they walked into a river by accident. You know what I mean? So it's kind yeah. of one of those things where I wanted to really keep an eye on this. And uh, let's see. Dakota James went missing on January 25th of 2017 in Pittsburgh. He was also a Duquesne graduate student, just like um, who was the other guy, Paul Kochu. And um, he was out drinking with friends at a bar, and he went to walk home. I think he was using Grindr, and he was one of the people that he was seen on camera and then disappeared. He was also the one that was you know, texting and walking out of the bar didn't appear to be over overly intoxicated. Um, but he he was found on in water on March 6th, and he was found... I forget which river it was. It was one of the rivers in Pittsburgh, which is... I think it was the Ohio River or the Allegheny River. Um, but, yeah, he was found in the Ohio River. Um, but basically, like, his family lived out of town, so they sent... You know, when, whenever he didn't show up for work, they got messages and they came up to Pittsburgh right away. And, of course, it's hard being a family member and sending your, your kid to college out of town. And he was supposed to come home for the holidays and all of that. And then suddenly they're searching for him. And this family organized, like, mega search teams. I mean, they had Facebook updates. They were online. They were staying in Pittsburgh. And the city of Pittsburgh was helping them. And they were forming search teams. And they were, you know... Looking at every single river and every single dumpster and just anywhere they could look and then 40 days later suddenly his Body appears in the Ohio River, which is like a place that they had already looked a place that they had already checked They had used sonar they had used, you know search teams in water. They had used all of this stuff and suddenly He just shows up in the Ohio River and of course the cops are like well He fell in the river. He was drunk and he fell in the river. And so that was the one that really got me interested in this. Um, His family is currently uh, putting together like GoFundMes and things to put more cameras in the city of Pittsburgh because he was staying on camera and then he wasn't. Um, And they feel like, they definitely feel like there was foul play in this. They don't think that he just fell into the river. Um, They think that something happened and this is one of the conspiracy theories where you can be like well I agree with the cops he fell in the river or you can be like there's somebody out there doing this since it's in different cities there's a theory going on that there's something kind of cultish going on in the dark web and they're hitting cities in the winter like Boston New York uh, Pittsburgh Baltimore, Ohio, uh, Minnesota, and they're going out and they're killing white males, it could be like satanic because if you're in your 20s and you're a white male, um, a lot of times satanists will kill people that they think that they can get their power from. So they might want to be like younger or I don't know, have more fertility or something crazy like that. I mean, you can take this as absolutely crazy far as you want to. Uh, William Ramsey says that the smiley face is actually an occult symbol. Um, You can agree with that or not. It just, I mean, you can take it as long as you want. But basically, in 2008, the FBI issued a press release claiming that we have not developed any evidence to support links between these tragic deaths or any evidence abstaining the theory that these deaths are the work of a serial killer or killers. The vast majority of these instances appear to be alcohol-related drownings. In 2010, the Center for Homicide Research released a document called Drowning the Smiley Face Murder Theory that outlines 18 reasons they feel it's false. Among these points are none of the smiley faces exactly match one another. There's no evidence of victim trauma, and these drownings don't fit a serial killer motive so what do you guys think
0: i think you picked a real head scratcher here cody yes um
2: i do want to jump in and say by satanists we mean the crazy motherfuckers not the sweet angelic little peace-loving satanists that are my favorite
3: yeah there are many different kinds of satanists and witches and witchcraft and all that i mean like the stories you hear about the people that gather in the woods at night and sacrifice small animals and people and drain their blood and drink it. That's the kind of a satanic people that I'm talking about. Those dicks. <laughs> yeah. Also,
0: I kind of want to say that the, um, the missing people that are of color are also very much underrepresented. Not that, I mean, anybody that goes missing in is, that is not, Basically, like, a blonde female is going to be underrepresented.
3: Oh, no, it's crazy. I was listening to the um, Atlanta Monster podcast. Yeah. And, like, those poor kids in the 80s, like, they went missing. And, you know, I guess a middle-class white family, they may have enough savings or family support where they can stop everything they're doing, go to a different city, start a go me right they have to work, do search teams but a lot of families living in poverty can't do that they go to the police they make a report they expect the police to do their job they think the police are doing their job and they have to go back as hard as it is to their regular life because if they don't go back to work they'll get evicted they'll lose their house they might have other kids they're taking care of so i mean Those cases, a lot of time, you know, they think the police are doing their job, they think the police are researching it, and meanwhile, the police are just like, Well, you know, we'll get to this when we get to it. And they just go under, I mean, you look and see how many kids got murdered in Atlanta in the 80s before anybody was like, Oh, we have a problem here, right? Mm -hmm. And they were all kids of color and they were all from a poor part of Atlanta, and it's absolutely ridiculous. And I also follow pages on Twitter where there's you know black missing kids disappearing and all they have is a page on twitter which is better than nothing but it's like when you know john bernie ramsey got murdered that was everywhere you know Mm -hmm. when people are
0: still talking about her
3: yeah when casey anthony's daughter went missing that was everywhere and i'm Mm -hmm. not saying that lives are more important or less important but it's like why does one person get you know Right. Years of media and some people get none. Right. It's absolutely not fair. Yep. Um, I don't Related. think Cody's oh.
1: case is a satanic cult though. Can I throw back? Can we'll I throw it back?
3: Can, yeah. we, can I get to it? <laughs> I just bring it up because it it's one of those things where conspiracies sometimes you can, you know, just look at the tip of the iceberg and then sometimes you can take it way out there.
2: Yep. So, one of the theories I've heard is, um, that it is more than one person, which would feed back into why the smiley faces don't match, um, and then also to your theory where, like, the dark web is fucking creepy and people do weird shit.
3: Yeah, that's kind of where I'm leaning towards, that, like, it's kind of a dark web thing, and, I mean, it might just be, like, five people you know, one in each city or something like that. But they're obviously, they know what they're doing. They're organized criminals if they do exist. They're very organized to have this many killings and the police think so many of them are accidental drownings. To not be caught on the cameras, to know to use, you know, a dating app, to know when to dump the bodies back in the water um, and not be seen. You know, it's just one of those things where it's gotta be it's gotta be more than one person. Now, here's
1: the thought. It's not just centralized in one city either, right? It's no been like kinda all over
3: you said the UK and America, right? Yeah, there's more in the UK, but I'll leave that up to Sasha if she ever wants to go there. Oh, I didn't nice. go there. I just focused on I mean, basically New York, Boston, Pittsburgh. There was some in Baltimore, Ohio, and Minnesota. So it's kind of that like north northeast corner
2: yeah i mean the weird the uk thing is weird but the weird thing about the northeast is just how close all of those places are and so like you can very easily get from city to city but so it might just be one person including the uk stuff and the fact that it goes as far as minnesota i'm going with no still Oh, okay fair it's my professional assessment (laughs) agreed that's... it's...
0: it's very upsetting. Like, duh, that's what we're here for, but... It's... Yeah. E, there has to be... This is this is why I don't look up conspiracy theories. A, because I just want Cody to tell me all about them. And B, because there's no solution. And at the end, I'm just like, WTF?
2: What do we do with this? Where do we mm-hmm. go from here? Well, you don't get <laughs> drunk and walk by a river. <laughs>
1: yeah apparently no no promises the world will never fucking stop me from drunk river
2: walking I'm
1: not writing that down
2: don't (laughs) okay Jesus calm it down
1: (laughs) am I drunk murder Jesus no Girl.
2: girl (laughs) i want to throw in there that i have been blackout drunk and swimming and didn't drown like your body fights against death like nobody's business no but Um, did you throw
1: up a lot of chlorine water the next day because i feel like that's
3: something i would do i didn't yeah that reminds me like growing up we went to one of my friends had an indoor in-ground swimming pool And we would all get trashed and swim. And, I mean, we were teenagers, so we would get sloppy, disgusting drunk and just puke wherever we were. And, I mean, and that's another thing. You know, when somebody's really drunk, you put them in the shower to sober them up. And so it's one of those things where if you were really drunk and you fell into the river, that would, that freezing cold river temperature would sober you up, like, right now. Oh, yeah. There have
1: been moments where, like, there was one time I was trying to... I can't remember what I was doing. Oh, I was getting into my friend's car. Uh, Shout out to Scott. Uh, <laughs> I was getting into my friend's back seat, and as I slid in, there was, like, this metal poker sticking out, and it sliced across my knee. And I was like, oh, no, it'll be fine. And then I realized there was a lot of blood, so I was like, okay, I'll be right back. And I was pretty, like, nervous by the amount of blood, but I still just, like... <laughs> i i don't know if this counts as sobering up because i went and got sushi and got more drunk and then passed out but i remember just being like i have to fix this situation very quickly and i was coherent enough to like take a bunch of wet paper towels and clean up my wound put a couple band-aids on and walk out the door again now granted i did leave the bloody paper towels on the floor in a Pile in a pool of blood for someone but, to find. So, this is a fun place for this. That's fine.
3: <laughs> well, yes, i get it when I get
1: home. There's yeah. sushi in my future.
3: You're not in like a coma, like you're just drunk. You know what I mean? Even if you're yeah. really intoxicated, you're still just like, you know, a little bit of what's going on around you. You know where you are, you know your surroundings, you know. Yeah, you exactly. If you're in a river or not. I'm going to watch this documentary and let you guys know if you want. If you don't want me to spoil it for you, that's cool too. But um, what William thinks about this, he's pretty into the occult. Um, he also has a crazy conspiracy that uh, Aleister Crowley at one point had an affair with Barbara Bush. Oh, come or on no. now. She's no. It wasn't that. It wasn't that. It was her mother. He had an affair her mother, and Barbara Bush is like the bastard child of Alistair Crowley. That's it. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm not laughing at like. No, but picture her face. Like she looks dude, evil.
1: I, well, that's my thing. I'm just like, oh my God. Like <laughs> I would just explain so many things. Right. <laughs> oh,
3: right.
1: I'm trying not to be that person. Sorry, Barb. Uh, (laughs) Um, it's just fun like that's why i love them like i can also picture like the bush family being kind of freaky yeah
3: oh you know like jeb was the only one that turned out okay and he's like the disgrace of the family and you know as much as i don't like the bushes i'll always just have a sweet spot for jeb and him handing out his little miniature turtles to kids during the campaign (laughs) that just
1: Melted my heart, yeah, I just yeah. like the way like George Bush looks at Michelle Obama, like yes, oh, Tyra banks and that he's What's like that- yes queen, what is that fucking movie where Tyra Banks is the Barbie doll
0: life size
1: okay, oh yes.
0: you go beat me to it,
1: Michelle Obama <laughs> is george bush's life size,. <laughs> I'd watch a whole movie about George Bush getting an action figure of Michelle Obama and it coming to life. And oh, too far. To too laugh. far. No, not, like, weird
2: science shit. I mean, like... Oh, okay, okay. She,
1: like, teaches... It's a children... Jesus, Sasha, get your head out of the gutter.
2: Look, I suggested nudes <laughs> last episode, so...
0: I'm trying not to high-pitch, like, Chanel West Coast laugh into the... <laughs> into the mic for you guys because I did it all last episode but you're making it so hard
1: I'm no, just like who would watch that movie like fucking Michelle I Obama would. teaching George Bush how it feels to how to be a man. Man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding, I
0: would, man I would watch that movie to watch George Bush do like a seance in his bedroom over Michelle Obama's
2: hairbrush I'm just yes. saying <laughs> I'm
1: um, already watching it in my head it's great you guys gotta <laughs> check it out
2: what was the exercise um, program that Michelle Obama started for kids? What was that called? Oh, I, I don't It was like, get up,
1: and, get up and move? Is that it? I almost said sweating to the oldies, just off of, like, no. reflex. And I was just like, oh, man. Okay. Well, <laughs>
2: okay. Where is this going? Where is this going? Well, what if we, instead of life-size, named it get up and move? <laughs> oh. I oh, love it. my God
1: we're I'm gonna, gonna that's it. that's copy
2: written i'm i'm writing it down right now
1: <laughs> DM. <Damn. laughs> we're gonna fucking make this movie george not bush, only Obama. Call george us. bush are you ready can yeah, we can ready. we make
0: him wear a poncho the whole time but he has yes. to figure out how to put it on <laughs>
1: uh, oh, bless uh, his poor heart
3: is that Jeb? Oh, it was Jeb oh, really? where all the videos of him in his campaign, like, he had to be like, please clap, guys, and he couldn't get his zippers to work, and oh, oh lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Poor Jeb. Well, his name's Jeb. Like, they said they right?
2: named. Him. Is it short for Jebediah? I think so. Hell yeah. Oh, oh Jebediah. <laughs> Could you imagine? Never mind. I'm a, I'm a back out. Oh my God! Can I get that as a
1: ringtone? No. Did anyone else just witness Maisie's Oh Gemini? What <laughs> was that? I just oh I God. just
0: summoned my innermost um like Southern what are they called Indian? no like Amish person. Ooh. Uh, oh, wow. I man, may I... or may not have a distant relative named Jebediah shout Wait. out to Jebediah Sh- who will never hey, listen Jebediah.
3: what's up boy <laughs> and me and my friend wanted to get mini mini goats and name one Jeb ooh oh, I want mini goats though <laughs> could That's you imagine Sif
2: with mini goats <laughs> say hi Denver hi Denver Denver! Denver! Shout out to Denver. Welcome to the podcast. Denver, hi. do you listen to our podcast? Hi, John.
3: John said hi too.
1: Hi, John. Oh, I thought everyone just went, all right. And I was just like, Jesus, guys, John's a nice guy.
2: Right. <laughs> our first guest. <laughs> Ask them what they think about the smiley face
3: murders. What do you guys think about the smiley face killer murders? Uh, what did he
2: do? Oh, boy. What was his, what was his gimmick?
3: Well, we don't know if he exists yet, or
2: if they exist. Oh. Yeah. Have you ever been so drunk you fell into a river?
3: Have you and ever drowned? River that you fell into a river and drowned? It's your it's your turn, Denver. I bought the last one. I gave you the money. Denver hasn't. I promise you that.
1: What?
3: Have you guys ever been so drunk you fell into a river?
1: I've never been drunk.
3: Okay. See. Um. You heard it here first. Okay,
1: told cool <laughs> Denver motherfuckers. <laughs> and parents were paying attention to me, and I wasn't supposed to have alcohol. So I jumped through a wall.
3: You jumped through
2: a wall? Yeah. Yep, didn't kill you though, did it? Survived. No, it didn't. He's right here. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> but what do you
0: mean, jump through a wall? Like, feet first? Did you punch it out oh, like, first? Did she it jump broke? through? There was, like a um, shape. Oh, in the wall? Head Did then. you use your sharp elbows and then just go that way, or <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was talking about last
2: episode when I said keep
3: your elbows sharp? <laughs> <laughs> bye. bye, guys.
2: Bye. bye, Denver.
3: Not you guys, Denver. I was saying bye to Denver. That was pleasant.
0: I didn't. I don't know who those people are. And so when you guys are like Denver, I was like, it's a cool city. James was <laughs> here. Right a cool city. city.
3: And James knows you, right, Maisie? Oh, no. Was he there for the... Oh, no. James knows too much. Should we stop recording? (laughs)
2: No, I'm just kidding. I mean, we can. We've hit an hour. Do you guys want to close it out? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to our first episode with guests. Thank you, John and Denver, for stopping in. Bye-bye. Bye! If if you've got theories, let us know on Twitter at MurderBlows and on Instagram at MurderBlowsCast. Thanks. Bye.
3: Say hi, Denver. Hi, Denver. Ashley. Do you know why feet and only feet keep washing up on a beach in the Pacific Northwest? You know, Christy, I can't say that I do. Well, neither do I, but I have a theory, and
1: anyone who wants to hear it should listen to our podcast. It's called That's Weird. And we talk about all kinds of weird shit. It's not just feet.
3: I'm so glad we don't just talk about feet.
1: Right? That would truly be the weirdest.
3: So, yeah. If you like weird topics, feminist rants, and the occasional F-bomb, you should listen to us.
1: We post new episodes every other Monday.
3: Find us online at
1: that'sweird.org. And subscribe to That's Weird on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: Very Duck, Very Quick is a delicious talk and variety show. Squished around interviews with a side order of skits, a double-heaving of characters, and hot steaming weirdness episode. Mike and Aaron order up a new topic and serve it up to you as the blue plate special du jour. You can catch Very Duck Very Quick on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and blogtalkradio.com. Very Duck Very Quick is a member of the Astro Panda Network, vegan-friendly, MSG and GMO-free.